Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Tuesday evening and it's top hit Tuesday on your favourite sports show, ZFM Sport on ZFM Serial, my station, your station. In the studio, former Warriors International and Caps United striker Alois Bunjira. They call him Gazaman. Barry Menandi is here. They call him Baza. Our producer is Sean Tafirinika. The ladies call him S10. I'll leave your imagination <laughs> to that. <laughs> my, name, my name is Mike Madu. And we've got a great show lined up for you. On the home front, it's do or die time for Zimbabwe's men's basketball team as they're currently taking on Mozambique for the golden ticket to qualify for the Afro-Can tournament. We'll be taking a look at that game and giving you regular updates over the course of the next 51 minutes. Bigger Tuesday, we have our Formula One report proudly brought to you by Zimoko, where Lewis Hamilton admits Mercedes have a mountain to climb after a difficult three days of pre-season testing ahead of this weekend's opening race. We'll also take you around the world in 60 with stops in New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, as well as the United States. In the beautiful game, we begin on the continent where Mamelodi Sundowns coach Rulani Mukwena is satisfied with the point his side picked up in their riveting draw against Al-Akhi in Egypt in the CAF Champions League. We'll head to France where there is turmoil in women's football as France stars Wendy Reynard, Kidiato Diani and Marie Antoinette Katoto have revealed that they will not play at the 2023 Women's World Cup. We'll find out why and pick the meat off that bone. And then Lionel Messi says 2022 was a magical year following his crowning as the best FIFA Men's Footballer of the Year at a glitzy star-studded award ceremony in Paris last night. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Our WhatsApp number zero seven three one one six eight zero four five, and that gives you an opportunity to weigh in with your thoughts. You've heard uh, some of our opinions in the studio about that Lionel Messi issue, but that's not the only thing happening in the world of sport. So whatever you want to talk about is also available to you. Zero seven three one one six eight. 
0445. Uh, we will be talking about uh, that uh, basketball that's taking place in Wulaya, as Mike said. But first, our local sports news roundup. Our boxing news starts where Kudakwashi Take Money Chiwandire has vowed nothing will distract her from overcoming Mexican champion fighter uh, Yamelith Mercado in the biggest battle of her boxing career in Mexico on the 18th of March. The historic mandatory fight takes place at the Gimnasio Manuel Bernardo Aguirre, an indoor arena situated in the Mexican capital. Uh, in hockey news, Zimbabwe's under-21 national hockey teams are expected to leave for Egypt in the next few weeks and the Hockey Association of Zimbabwe has says it is still appealing for sponsorship to enable the teams to participate in the Africa Junior Championships. The association says that men and women under-21 hockey sides are supposed to participate at the Continental Showpiece but it has only raised about 60% of the required resources. So please, if they're corporates out there listening, uh, let's get these boys, these men and women <laughs> out to those African Junior Championships and there are many organizations that can facilitate that. We'll wrap it up with Castle Lager Premier Soccer League news. Now the Premier Soccer League has confirmed that the 2023 Castle Lager Premier Soccer League will start on the 18th of March, just a week after the Castle Challenge Cup which is set to take place on the 11th of March. Defending champions FC Platinum will start with a date against you boys, Simba Bora, and Wildcaps United will be up against Manika Diamonds. Harare Giants Dynamos face Wange and Ulaya Giants Highlanders get their season underway with a clash against ZPC Kariba. One word from us is that Simba Bora Yagatadze, young man. They got a tough start. <laughs> The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. We are out in Bulawayo where it's do or tie, die time for Zimbabwe's men's basketball team as they're currently supposed to be taking on Mozambique for the golden ticket to qualify for the Afro-Can tournament. Why we say supposed to be is because tip-off has been delayed out in Bulawayo. Tip-off has been delayed. So that basketball game has not started. If you're out in Bulawayo, Kontu, to head out right now to ZITF, make sure it's an a raucous uh, arena make sure it's as uncomfortable as it can get for visiting Mozambique the boys need all the support that we can give them we can tell you that that game has not tipped off it hasn't started so if you rush there you could be in time to witness the entire match now Zimbabwe starting five for that final uh, of the African zone six qualifiers in Bulaya consists of Vitalis Chikoko Noah Penduka Ben Nyatanga, Devon Fachi, and Chris Sarai. Now, before tip-off, we caught up with a basketball pundit, Carlos Munda, who says Zimbabwe's chances of qualifying are high. In the men's category, where our national team is now playing Mozambique to see which one goes, because we've got one slot for the men's category, because Angola are the defending champions. So for the zone six, we need one slot that's beating either Zimbabwe or Mozambique. I, I think our chances of, of qualifying here are very high. Remember, we're playing at home, and uh, we've seen it, we've done it, and we've been there to the Af- uh, continue our shoppers. What we need now is just take a, a, a relaxed mind, make sure that this game, we take it cautiously, let's not lose our cool, and focus 
because I think we need to give our all. Let's be on the, on our A game. Make sure we win this one convincingly and we go all the way to the Africa, African qualifiers happening in, uh, African, um, battle happening in Rwanda later in the year. But, uh, given an opportunity, I would say let's not over rely on Vitality Chikoko. I think all the boys have to put up the A game and make sure that they go all the way and represent the country because there's a time where, um, analysis, uh, the some analysis was saying, are we over relying on Chikoko on the defensive rebound? I think everyone should be pulling up that trigger, making sure that they, they put their effort because this is the final day. There's no more any other game for us to qualify. This is the only that we should qualify and make sure that we represent the nation at uh, the African happening in Rwanda later in the year. So I think, uh, we just, it is a way to go all the way. I think I heard it in my first report when I said we've got this in our hands. It only takes a piece, uh, a bit of, um, technical ability and making sure that we uh, understand the game of basketball. There's no reason for us to be relaxed. This, this is the final and let's pull it all. Let's give it our all and we are all through. We'll go all the way to Rwanda. I think, uh, now, in my view, I think we are we're in it. We are going all the way to Rwanda. There's no doubt because we managed to edge um, uh, Mozambique in the first game. So there's no doubt that we can just do the same. Let's relax the mind. Let's not put the boys under pressure. But let's just focus on the game and just take this game seriously and just make sure that we go all the way and represent the country. So I think, it, to me, we are in it. We are going to Africa for the quali- for, 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 for the finals in Rwanda. A basketball pundit, Carlos Munda, speaking to our producer, Sean Tafelinika, earlier on the chances of the Zimbabwe men's team up against Mozambique. Now, for the past seven days, three teams, Zimbabwe, Zambia and Mozambique, have been playing pool games to determine two top teams that will face off in the final. After the completion of the preliminary round fixtures, all three sides finished on six points, but Mozambique and Zimbabwe were first and second respectively on the table, edged Zambia on points average. Barry, what can we expect from this game? Just another reminder that the game was supposed to have started at 6 o'clock but tip-off has been delayed. That game is yet to tip-off and the reason why is that the ladies' final between Mozambique and Angola is ongoing. Two minutes and 46 seconds left on the clock in the fourth quarter. Mozambique lead Angola by three points. It's 83 points to 80 at the moment at the ZITF so we don't expect the men's final to be starting any time before perhaps quarter to seven uh, there should be a sizable delay uh, you know how basketball they can stretch mm, two mm. minutes and 46 to become <laughs> to 15 become minutes, minutes if they wish exactly. with the concept of timeouts sure. ETC now Barry how did it go uh, between these two teams because uh, you've got to look at the fact that they played each other in the pre- preliminary stages and those two games that they played perhaps could be an indicator as to which way this game could go. Uh, I, I wish they were because in the first game Zimbabwe won 71-57 and then in the uh, second encounter Mozambique won 66-53. So uh, listen, I, I, admi- I admire the, the confidence that uh, Carlos Munda come, approaches uh, the uh, analysis Analysis to this game and thinks that we've got a good chance of qualifying but I think it's a coin toss because it seems like these are two very evenly matched sides uh, when we had the Basketball Association of Zimbabwe in the studio a couple of weeks ago uh, they admitted as much that Mozambique was a big threat uh, and uh, it's proved exactly that way so this uh, for nothing else is going to be a very exciting affair we know we got a lot of listeners out in Bulayo well uh, this is the time where you need to listen to us on your phone or in your car and head down to the ZITF grounds because 
uh, our our boys need you? Well, I was never a dab at math, Barry, but mm. uh, in the first game, Zimbabwe winning 71 to 57. That means that we won by 14 points. In yep. the second game, they beat Zimbabwe by 13 points. So uh, <laughs> it was almost uh, uh, an equal point swing yeah. uh, in those two games. Now, did we catch them cold? And does have does Mozambique hold all the aces as far as momentum is concerned heading into this final? I suspect so, and we know how sport works. Um, listen, you you you're only as good as your last victory and uh, Mozambique has the most re- has recency on mm. their side because uh, they won the second game so if anything uh, Zimbabwe may ask themselves a few questions there might be a psychological job that needs to be done by the coaching staff uh, before tonight's encounter to ensure uh, that we go in there with the right uh, um, mental frame to be able to attack the game and and uh, ensure that we get uh, the victory that we so dearly uh, require as well as lift ourselves up if the game starts to go away from us uh, so that we and get back into it because that could be the danger that we face. Well, Barry, I'm going to leave you to stew a bit and uh, think about uh, your prediction uh, <laughs> as to who you're going to be backing. I know you're backing Zimbabwe, but yeah, do you think sure. they can win uh, versus Mozambique? Uh, and a quick glance here at our TV screens uh, will tell you that um, the game between Mozambique and Angola, the ladies' final, uh, is now left with just a little over one minute, one minute and four seconds. Mozambique with now a five point. Baffa over Angola 87 to 82 uh, and uh, they force a turnover there uh, Mozambique meaning that they are in possession of the basketball with that five point Baffa everything Barry here is pointing to a Mozambique victory unless there is a miracle performed yeah, by Angola that's it and it's going to serve as inspiration uh, to the men's team that goes onto the floor after them uh, to also uh, ensure that they qualify for Africa and of course the ladies qualify qualifying for Afro Basket. Uh, so Mozambique will have qualified for Moza, uh, for the Afro Basket on the women's side, on the men's side. They're trying to push for Afro Can qualification. But we want to be in Rwanda and uh, to do so we've got to beat Mozambique a bit later on this evening. And of course they're trying to drain the clock. Uh, Mozambique making sure uh, that they take it right right down. Uh, and uh, right now 35 uh, seconds left. They've just won themselves a foul Uh, And uh, if she's able to drain these shots, uh, it will mean that it's all but over. There is nothing uh, that Angola will be able to do. So 35.4 seconds left on the clock. Mozambique 87, Angola 82. And it's Mozambique at the free throw line. If she sinks one of these, uh, and in fact, even if she misses, but uh, just uh, I can't see a five-point swing in the last 30 seconds. Uh, And she nails the first one. Uh, It's now 82 uh, to Angola. So now it's going to need Angola to score two field goals which yeah, you can't see yeah there and there go. we go now and there they go yeah. uh, and uh, it's 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 all but over now uh, I think Angola the fat lady is clearing her throat uh, she's in the <laughs> and ready to do her thing and she's ready to do her things uh, they launch a fast break down the court Angola do uh, but uh, great defense there uh, from Mozambique We're preventing to get into the paint there we go oh and uh, I think it's a case of nerves they're going to go for yeah. three-pointer there. Oh, my goodness. A poor shot. Uh, and uh, the turnover is conceded. Early celebrations there from Mozambique. It's 19.8 seconds left on the clock. 
and we can say that this one is all but over. Seven points in it, 19 seconds left, and we can tell you that Mozambique will be winning this game. That's all for that update. We'll tell you, of course, how the men's game goes whenever it starts. But for now, we take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking Formula One, and it's brought to you by Zimoko. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Right, so the passenger vehicle world is on a quest to push alternative energy solutions. Electric vehicles seem to be the flavor of the day, uh, but for some, the current range offered by a fully electric vehicle is just not sufficient or practical given electric infrastructure limitations. A hybrid electric vehicle or HEV offers both an internal combustion engine and a battery back, uh, a battery back which allows for extended driving distance while benefiting overall fuel consumption. Havao has entered its H6 and Jolion ATV models into the game. Every feature on these two models are from the LED headlights and gloss black accents to the sports rear spoiler and panoramic sunroof lets you know that the Havao HEV range is here to drive you into a smart new world. We're talking about this and so much more straight after our Formula One news. In our Formula One news, Lewis Hamilton admits Mercedes have a mountain to climb after a difficult three days of pre-season testing ahead of this weekend's opening race. Mercedes came into the test in Bahrain with the most questions to answer and while the former Formula One world champion solved their bouncing car issues, they still struggled for grip and pace. Let's hear from Formula One pundit Ted Kravitz. And when Hamilton came out today, and I'll just find the quote, and when he said that, uh, you know, the porpoising is largely gone, but some of the balance limitations of last year's car are still present. I almost dropped my cup of tea. I couldn't believe it. I thought, well, hang on, this is the Mercedes that's meant to be okay. This is, uh, but they're still playing, as you say, catch up and suffering from what they had last year. See. Barry, it's, uh, these are clearly engineering issues yep. uh, and uh, it looks like uh, Mercedes has underperformed during uh, testing mm. and it's caught them unawares because they thought they had a better car. Yeah, they did. Uh, and uh, <laughs> listen, it's a case of you solve one problem and another one persists. So they solved the pole poisoning, which is the bouncing problem that you spoke about earlier and said, okay, we, that, sort of, that was their biggest challenge last season. But there was another one that uh, plagued them, which was the balancing limitations. And they haven't Which solved that. Which they don't that. seem to have solved. They haven't solved that. So if they haven't solved that, then they're still getting performance uh, uh, um, uh, downgrades uh, in the W14, as this one the vehicle is called. Can, so can, can it's they, a struggle. Can they afford to be playing catch-up like they did last season? Not a chance. Because we all Not thought, uh, listen, it's just going to be one or two or maybe three races, uh, and then they're going to hit their straps, yeah. uh, and they'll soon be challenging. But what we saw last season was a Mercedes that struggled uh, for literally 90% 
95% of the season and seemed to come good yeah. in the last couple of races of the season where George Russell and Lewis Hamilton looked like they were uh, remotely competitive. Mm-hmm. This time out, with how competitive the grid is going to be, we know Ferrari has improved vastly. It has. We know Red Bull has consolidated. Yep. Can they afford not to be in it in the first two or three races? They can't. They can't afford to, to uh, get left behind and try and do, play catch-up. We saw what happened with that. Uh, Hamilton finishing the season without winning a race for the first time in his career. And uh, that sort of performance is going to cause them to really struggle. So they need to get out of the gates, uh, get out of the traps fairly quickly uh, and stay, if not lead the grid. Well, stay the, in tune. The Formula One season does get underway this weekend with the Bahrain Grand Prix. And Barry, who do you see walking away with it? <laughs> I just want two, two names from you. Uh, First of all, give me the driver that you think is going to walk away with the championship. And yeah. secondly, give me the team that's going to win the Constructors title. I can't look past Max Verstappen and Red So Max Verstappen I think Checo Perez is going to be there or thereabouts. I think he's going to really make a fist of it this time. But I think Max No Max Ferrari? Uh, I think Ferrari. You, you seem confident I, I was, that uh, Ferrari and the start. Will, be, will be there. The start They've changed the team principle. So, so they will have, in terms of strategy, yeah. hopefully a lot better strategy. I, I, I hope a so. A lot better happening in the paddock. I hope so. I'm a, I'm a big fan. But I'm, uh, because of my... my the, the But you're going to be realistic. Yeah, I'm going to be realistic. I don't think it's going to kick in straight away. So I think that uh, Red Bull, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Red Bull as well. Yeah. I'm gonna go, I, I think Mercedes is going to improve. I don't expect them to have the uh, warful season that they had last time out where they were they were not in it. Yeah. Uh, either end, whether it was the constructors or drivers, I think they'll be there. But uh, I think Ferrari just might surprise. Mm. Uh, I fancy Ferrari. Uh, I'm Please. going with Ferrari to win the constructors. Okay. Uh, okay. And I'm going with the Max Verstappen to win the championship. To win the championship. Yeah. Okay. Shucks. That'll be interesting. Z. All right. So with the driver and passenger always in mind, Haval's HEV range offers comfortable interiors at no compromise. Haval's signature keyless entry system, uh, modern instrument and display panels, plus the stunning head-up display on the select models bring a premium feel to what was ordinarily looked at as a modest vehicle segment. Haval's safety pedigree comes to the front featuring several airbags, front and rear parking sensors and a 360-degree camera with a panoramic view. With safety tucked away, experience hybrid driving smoothness on the road and change between engine and electric motor seamlessly. If you feel it's time to embrace hybrid motoring and the impressive Aval HEV range, uh, speak to us. Visit the Zamoko Pro... Uh, Bardell showroom uh, to get immersed in the smart new world of Aval HEV motoring. The benefits don't stop at just driving and fuel efficiency. Zamoko offers comprehensive backup on the entire Aval range uh, with the HEV models having an eight-year warranty on the battery alone. Now that is impressive. Zamoko, specialized service for special brands. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name is Graham Sharp and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. All right, so we take off in New Zealand where the Black Caps became only the fourth team in test history uh, to win a match after being made to follow on as they snatched a dramatic one-run win over England on the final day of the second test in Wellington. Test cricket 
Well, alive and well, Mike. That's it. That's why I always say for me, <laughs> Test cricket is the best cricket. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't beat that for drama. Yeah. Uh, you would never get that sort of drama uh, in any other format of the game. Simply because Test cricket does offer you a chance at redemption. At redemption so if you yeah. fail in the first innings, then you've got a second bite of the cherry in the second innings. And New Zealand bit a whole chunk off. Oh, they did. Uh, we thought that they were just delaying the inevitable yeah. English victory. Yeah. But when they took those three early wickets yep. they could smell blood in the water they went for it they went for the jugular, the jugular and yeah. they squeezed a victory out of nowhere even at that very moment yeah. with the last wicket partnership at the crease for England yeah. England were odds and favours to win to win yeah, yeah because yeah. all they needed to do was just you know what a couple of singles uh-huh. steal a run from Done. somewhere yeah. and then of course uh, he nicked one uh, down the leg side and uh, New Zealand snaffled it mm. uh, they kept things tight and uh, they, they deserved this victory phenomenal performance uh, phenomenal performance and phenomenal finish to that test match in news from Australia Nick Kyrgios has withdrawn from next month's ATP WTA Indian Wells Masters after failing to recover in time from knee surgery. In Ireland, prop Finlay Bielham uh, will miss the remainder of the Six Nations with a knee injury sustained during Saturday's win over Italy in Rome. In the United States, LeBron James is feared to be out for several weeks with a right foot injury which he suffered in the LA Lakers victory at the Dallas Mavericks. However, the full extent of the injury is yet to be determined. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. It is the fan zone. Time for you to have your say your way on the show. If you're out in Bulawaya, let us know. Are you heading out to ZITF to back the Zimbabwe men's basketball team? Manchester United fans still celebrating the Carabao Cup. Can you kick on and win more trophies this season? And of course, we'll also be talking about the best. Lionel Messi winning his seventh, the best crown to make it 77 individual accolades for the little maestro from Argentina. Let's start uh, with our messages here and uh, the high sports team, Unogona, guys. Keep it up, plus, in Liverpool foot. Kobunjidari P these past two days. Anonza Kame Kafabulas, so Pasho. Bunji, you're back. I'm back. Uh, I'm there here. I'm here. I traveled with my guy, but I'm uh, here. Bunj, let me let me let the cat <laughs> out the bag. Bunj was. Uh, over celebrating the Carabao Cup. He overdid it. Gennaro Glenora, hi guys. It wasn't a surprise that Messi won it. I wonder why many people are always going to be bitter. Well, I know it's to be honest, it happens award season because people have their favorites. Uh, and there will always be criticism about who gets the award. Yeah, but no, 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 it anymore. The problem because most of the time uh, people want the a player from their team, mm. you know, or a player that they like to actually win it. A lot of people now forget about objectivity. You need to to look at things with a transparent uh, eye. Because when you look at the situation with Messi, mm. there was not even a competition, to yeah. be honest. There was, yes, Benzema was the closest, mm. but the fact that he never was at the World Cup, yeah. looking at FIFA World Cup comes once in four years, 
and it's actually a FIFA, a event. FIFA event. And this was a FIFA award yes. ceremony. So it got a this not a ballon yes, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's so for me, for me, it was no, a no-brainer. He was go, always going to take it after uh, they won the World Cup. A teacher B out in Bonda Mission, Manirubabazurufambeiranz, I would like to take all the ample time in the world to salute my team, Manchester United, for lifting the Carabao Trophy. You proved all and sundry wrong. Keep that gear up and snatch the EPL from the nose of pretenders Arsenal and expensively assembled Man City. Pugs with expensively assembled Man City, Appleman. Uh, yet, uh, Alois, Man United has spent more money than Man City over you know, the last 10 years. That's, that's what, I, that's what I, do, I don't understand. You know, uh, for me... Uh, you know, I'm 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 conflicted in in a way that uh, I'm a Pep Guardiola fan and I'm an, a Manchester United fan. So when it comes to these issues, I can't help but be objective because they cannot be biased mm. against any of the two anyway. So the the issue is we have both spent money. Manchester City, Manchester United. Actually, Manchester United have spent more money. But when it comes to Pep, people start talking about checking. Yeah, about money. But when it mm. when it comes to even Porter, how many how many how many Porter, players yeah, have Porter been spent six hundred yeah. million in, in one, one window? window. In window. Yeah, Shucks. but no one is talking about checkbook coach. Mm. He's losing matches after all that. Imagine if it was Pep. Yeah. Oh my God. Imagine if it Guys was Pep. Go absolutely you know, so big. I don't understand. Every team. In the probably top you. six tell you. in the EPL, tell you they spend almost if, as much money. Uh, I'll tell you what would happen if Pep spent that sort of money. He'd be 18 points clear at the top of the table. Absolutely. Latmo yeah. in Motare <laughs> says, you guys, I always tune in every day for the sports show. And Messi deserved to take it. More messages coming in here. Hi, guys. I don't uh, have... Uh, for me, I don't know, okay, he doesn't start his message uh, properly there, but he says, that's for me, Karim Benzema was the best player last season, but Messi had an advantage because of the absence of Benzema. Uh, M. Rufaro uh, Kamanura from Chitungwiza. Absence of Benzema from the World Cup, right? Are they from the World Cup? Exactly the point. In a World Cup year, the the player who shines brightest at the World Cup it's, is going to take it. We saw it with with Modric. Yes, with Modric. Exactly. Yeah. He, Modric he was won. player of the tournament at the World Cup, and it it was obvious that he was going to win the best. Very. You and Manyora makes my subjects eight. Kuchkoro. You for what gets Manyora two my subjects. You know when Manyora is a man who kun. You for what you die when Tinda who kun. That was in India. That Manyora man went two. I know. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. He was not there where it mattered the most. Yeah. The World Cup. So. It, I, I Hi guys, uh, I'm Nelson Muzanechita uh, uh, from Fairbridge Park, Montana. I'd like to know which stadiums are ready for use in the Premier Soccer League since the fixtures have been released. I hope you guys in the media fraternity do more to market the local game. Thank you so much. But in terms of marketing uh, the game, the media can only do so much. Yeah. Uh, we, the media cannot tell lies. Uh, and the media cannot put lipstick on a pig. The product has got to be right first, Barry. Yes. Uh, before the media is able to tell good stories around the game. Certainly. And uh, the, by the product, we're talking about the league, we're talking about the teams, we're talking about the football that is being played. So it's multi-layered. So everything has got to be right. And and so far, the Castle Premier, Castle Lager Premier Soccer League is doing well in terms of packaging itself. The teams have got to do a bit more of an effort. And then obviously, in terms of what's happening on the green grass, it's got to be exciting to bring fans to stadiums and give us something to talk about. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The Big Leagues.
The big teams, the big players, the beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on ZFM Sport. All right, so we start on the continent and Mamalodi Sundowns coach Rulani Mukwena is satisfied with the point his side picked up in their riveting draw against Al-Akhli in Egypt in the CAF Champions League. Uh, Sundowns lost a lead and went behind before snatching a late equaliser to ensure a 2 all draw. And it's a satisfying draw on two fronts. Number one is that they beat Al-Akhli in South Africa, meaning that they snatch four points from an opponent who was likely to be their biggest rival in this group and then secondly um, the performance of his team he can be satisfied uh, about yes a few says by Ronald Williams but the performance on the whole very good yeah uh, Barry, I think uh, I'm more uh, more uh, pleased with the with the performance uh, than the result to be honest you know when you look at the way they played you know you can actually see that this is a team that is being well coached the intensity the, you know yes Williams made, made good saves mm. uh, they, that's why he took over from Dennis Onyango. Yeah. Remember, Dennis Onyango was just a few years ago the best goalkeeper in Africa. In Africa, yeah. Yeah, and he takes over and he's the Bafana number one. So it shows the way he has developed his game. Mm-hmm. So they have got a very good goalkeeper and behind them. And he's a them. goalkeeper. And that's his job to make saves. That's his job to make saves. So I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm very happy with the way they played. Okay, obviously, secondly, with the, with the result as well. It actually is... Uh, tells a statement, you know, gives out a statement that we are here. We are not overruled by uh, Arab, Arab, you know, because yeah. our actually represents the, the, the power of, of the Arab yeah. world. And, and I think you even Pizzo yeah. Alois, when he was at uh, in South Africa, used to say that you know, traveling to North Africa uh, was, no was a monumental challenge. Yeah. And I think this result here shows that sundowns are now no longer overawed by not traveling even. to places like Egypt, like Morocco, Algeria, yeah. Tunisia. They can go to those places compete and get results yeah, yeah. this yeah. was a phenomenal uh, re- uh, thing uh, a result I know it's a draw and uh, mm. they didn't win the game yeah. but if you take a look at the quality of football the that was being played yeah. in that quality. game yeah. and then second the, eh? the fact that they fell yeah. behind mm. many teams would have fallen behind 2-1 would not have been able to bounce back yeah. but they bounced back and they scored a spectacular goal yes. that second goal I mean yeah. the second goal was a beautiful <laughs> goal scored so Sundowns has got belief and this result will give them the belief that they can go all the way and win this yeah. season's Champions League can they? I think so with the performance from yesterday and obviously our actually being like uh, the champions in the last few few years, I think they can actually tell themselves if we can go toe to toe with our actually mm. and get four points out of them, so we might as well win this tournament. Well, Sundowns are unbeaten in their last four matches against Egyptian giant, the Egyptian Giants. And they have collected two wins and as many draws. Uh, Saturday's draw ensured uh, Sundowns retain their position at the top of the table with seven points. Our actually are now with one point after uh, two matches while Cotton's are at the bottom or with no points in that league. Uh, let's go to France. Neymar, Mbappe, and now the king of Zemmour. Enjoy the taste of French football on CFM Sport. 
All right, women's football for a change in our French football coverage. And there's turmoil in women's football as France stars Wendy Reynard, uh, Kidia Diatou, uh, Diani and uh, Marie Antoinette Katoto have revealed that they will not play at the 2023 Women's World Cup. Reynard, who has uh, 142 caps for Labour, announced the decision on social media less than five months before the tournament is due to begin. Football journalist Sophie Lawson says the problems with the French national team are largely to do with poor treatment of players. Well, what we've seen for a long time in the French national team is Gordon Diacre, since she came in as coach, buying heads, specifically with the, with the Lyon players. We, you know, we've had a lot over the years from sort of the likes of Armandine Henri, uh, Sal Boadi. You know, these are, we had some players who've, who voluntarily, voluntarily stepped back, like Boadi, you know, who went on to say, France would never win the Euros with Diaka as, as coach uh, to you know, players like Henri and, and Le Sommer who were just left out, left in the cold. And we've had many, many reports over the years. Uh, Henri was talking, uh, I think she was, when she spoke about the 2019 World Cup, how she was crying in her room. She saw other players crying, you know, at the time. There was a lot of onus on her as, as a, you know, as a, as a key player in that group, a, you know, a, you know a, a captain to, to, to speak out. But what we also have is recriminations. And we have, you know, sort of punishment doled out uh, by Diaka when, when players are spoken out that she hasn't called them up, which then leads, you know, coaches, players, pundits to say, that's strange, these players are in great form. Why haven't they been called up? So there's a lot of assumption going on. See. It's 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 a tough one this one because uh, you look at Reina Wendy Reina, a former captain of the French national team. She raised concerns about the standard of the French setup and was soon followed by Katoto and Diani. Diani, phenomenal player in pulling out the show of the showpiece event in Australia and New Zealand. Of course, that's a World Cup that's coming later on uh, this year, Mike. It's a uh, it's a concerning thing that's coming out of the French camp, especially in a World Cup year. Yeah, one of the teams expected to challenge for the title yeah. uh, and go for it uh, yeah. come the World Cup. And uh, now they're losing their best players. Reynard, for example, uh, defender. She won the league title yes. uh, in France, uh, the Champions, Champions League, league as well. Yeah, uh, Leon, and yeah. uh, she was named in the FIFA World Eleven. We saw mm. her last night at the award ceremony. Uh, she was the tall lady in the green suit, uh, and so she is quite clearly one of the best players in the world. Uh, and she's pulling out alongside two very capable colleagues as well. Certainly. What they're doing is that they're putting uh, pressure on the French Football yes. Federation yeah, to that you've got to fix issues before we can commit to playing for the national team and we have seen the lady footballers uh, become increasingly vocal yeah. uh, and uh, they've done so in the United States of America in their fight for equal pay with the men's national teams and obviously I think other national teams have now taken a cue uh, from the Americans to say, mm. you know what, we perhaps need to fight a lot harder off the field of play for things that we believe in and also where we are not being treated properly because the French national team, if you read the reports, if you do your research, you'll find out that the ladies' team has been treated rather shamefully mm. and nowhere near uh, the level that they deserve to be treated as professional athletes. Yeah, and there's, and there's two layers to this, isn't there, uh, Alois, in terms of the ill treatment that Mike is talking about. It's from a federation perspective, which is remuneration, treatment and uh, uh, upkeep and all sorts yeah. uh, but beyond that there's also a case for the coach uh, Corinne Diarche and her the way that she is is, is treating her military the methods uh, she's autocratic military in touch <laughs> yes military <laughs> touch yes and nothing to do with job race
military, <laughs> military touch uh, around the French football team. And that's where I want you to address in the sense that uh, sometimes it, it puts the federation in a very tough place because do they back the coach or is player power going to prevail? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky one, Barry, because uh, it, it becomes uh, hard for the federation when they are also incriminated yeah. in the yeah, situation yeah, yeah. of upkeep and not looking after the team very well. And then there's this issue of the coach. Mm. So what did you back the players, the same players that you're not treating well for their upkeep? So I think it's the federation that needs to get their act together first so that they are in now in a very good position now to actually act but uh, back to the coach i don't think that it's a good method it doesn't work in sport uh, you cannot be autocratic in modern day you sport. cannot you can in modern day sport it's more emotional and more tactical where you actually want your players to play for you you know once you have because these players i've always said it you you treat one player one play, one player has got a lot of friends in the team yes you know they are failure to 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 take charge of the dressing room yeah. because you know he's lost the dressing they, he room lost yeah, the dressing room. Because, yeah. you know, because you 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 treat one player unfairly he has got two three friends they, exponentially yeah. the other fr- players have got other friends that are outside of this one and before you know it the whole changing room is contaminated and then you have lost the changing room yeah. so she also needs to be very careful maybe she's saying ah because I've got a, a lot of players to select from but it's not the the good ones that you always have yeah the best players are always one this one big group that you need to be uh, in very good books with so that you can actually succeed so it's one that we're going to track and uh, keep a, uh, uh, on top of the Kevin because it's a World Cup year and understand exactly what's happening in the French national team but given that uh, this is one of the teams that goes in installed as one of the favorites into any tournament that they go into now if they don't have their best players it's likely that their performance won't be the best either. Speaking of the best, let's go there. <laughs> ZFM Stereo is untouchable. Yeah, it was the FIFA Best Awards last night. And Lionel Messi says 2022 was a magical year following his crowning as the best uh, full FIFA Men's Footballer of the Year at a glitzy star-studded cer- award ceremony in Paris last night. Messi, who led Argentina to their first World Cup triumph since 1986 in December, beat off competition from Real Madrid's Karim Benzema and Paris Saint-Germain teammate Kylian Mbappe. Um, Alois, you spoke earlier when we were doing the fan zone that, uh, in truth, there was nothing ever in doubt about missing receiving this award and in truth we all understand yeah uh, for me i didn't i didn't even have any any doubt that mess was going to walk away with it because the number one contender when you look at the overall football uh uh platform yeah 2020 2022 yeah, 2022 i mean karim benzema yes but remember the ballon d'Or was from the previous year as well yeah coming into this one this one from january to december mm. and this was the year when fifa had the world cup yeah. this guys to 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 win the world cup and be the best player Major, at the yeah. world club World, World Cup is major. Yeah. So Ganamanga win the seven points. This is a 14 point or 21 point. Mm-hmm. So you you need to understand Karim was not even there. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. this is not an award <laughs> of saying Diana Rukukundu Wabora or Diana Nogunakunda Mungu. No. 
This is about how they played in that particular and, year. And exactly what Alois is saying is demonstrated by the voting and the voting yeah. trend, Mike. Uh, because amongst players, coaches, fans, everyone voted Messi as the outright winner. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think when you take a look at uh, the voting, uh, it was actually quite quite convincing and true. Mm, yeah. Uh, in terms of the way it went uh, amongst right. players, uh, Lionel Messi at 717, uh, Kylian Mbappe 395, uh, Karim Benzema 300. And one mm. amongst coaches, Messi 728, Mbappe 478, Benzema 230. Amongst the fans, Messi had 1,345,000 uh, votes, uh, Mbappe 391,000, Benzema 200,000. Yeah, so uh, it, it just shows you that people placed a premium, like what Alois has said, on the World Cup. Yes, yeah, yes. the World Cup is what, you, what actually won Messi uh, this particular accolade, and in truth. Even come the Ballon d'Or time, Messi just needs to have a decent end of the season. Yes. Chete, chete. Yeah. The, and and uh, the Ballon d'Or will still consider the fact that the World Cup uh, falls in there. In, the, yeah. in that period In also. that period in that, that period. they're considering. Yeah. So it will carry a lot of marks. So yeah. it's not rocket science, but uh, we all have favourites. We all have people who would want to see uh, win these awards. But unfortunately, uh, these are voted for. So uh, unless you're voting, you really can't control the <laughs> way it goes. You certainly can't control it. Uh, just looking at the uh, fifth pro men's world 11, Thibaut Couture in goal, a back three of Hakimi, Van Dijk and Cancelo, uh, a uh, midfield three of De Bruyne, Casimiro and Modric. My goodness, that'll be phenomenal. And then uh, front four of uh, Messi, Benzema, Haaland and Mbappe. You know what I am a team guy. Do you have any? Yes. 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 Someone actually wanted an explanation uh, because they, they were asking how did Couture uh, how was he on that team? Okay. And then Martinez won the award. Right, right. Uh, well, they're, they're different mm. in terms mm. of um, the fifth pro is voted strictly by players. By players. players. It's exclusively, so by, players. It's exclusively yeah. by players. Mm. So that's why you can have a disparity of the players selecting this particular individual. Yeah. And then come the main awards because the main awards now have uh, the coaches, yeah. captains, they then have the select members of the media, mm -hmm. and then they yeah. also have the fans as fans, well who are yeah. also involved. So it's it's different people voting for the different awards. That's yeah. why you can have different winners. And you're not going to have unanimity. And then the ladies also had a, a similar thing. Is similar, where yeah. The, yeah. the ladies' best goalkeeper was, was not, not actually in the fifth pro. Fifth yeah. pro exactly. Yeah. So you're, you're never going to get unanimity in in, in, but in the selections. So full list of your winners from last night. Uh, the best men's player, Lionel Messi. The best women's player. Alexia Puteas. That for uh, me was the only surprise. That's uh, because she she played literally half a season. Yeah, uh, and she's still uh, Beth, at Beth Mead for me, what she's done. Yeah, uh, I think she should have got uh, the, the 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 gong here. Yeah, uh, but I think uh, Alexia Puteas. I think she is the best footballer. Mm. She's the, the best world. footballer. No, no, but, football. but, you know when you watch her play. Yes, I, yes. I know Tamba. But, yeah. but, but she's not playing right now. But she, she's not playing. <laughs> she's not. Yeah. yeah. So that's so what the best men's goalkeeper Emmy Martinez.
Martinez, uh, the best women's goalkeeper, Mary Epps, uh, the best men's coach, Lionel Scaloni, of course, of Argentina. Again, if you win the World Cup, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then the best women's coach, Serena Wegman. Uh, the best uh, Pushkash award went to a, an amputee, actually. Yes. It was a uh, one legged bicycle kick. My, what a goal. Yeah. What a goal, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Marcin Oleksi is the player who got that. And then best fan award oh, it was the Argentine fans. Uh, while the be- the best fair play award went to Luca Lokoshvili. Uh, Argentina fans, what 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 criteria was used for fans? Wide open. Uh, and the Japan, likely namaste. Uh, uh, they were nominated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nominated. Those guys were right about the game. Uh, for they, they, were, they were cleaning out the whole they, stadium. I think cleaning. they were. They were. <laughs> they wanted to, on the on the sheer volume. I think they were yeah. the 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 best. Yeah, they, they, if, they, if not yeah. just in the stadium. Yeah. yeah. All over Qatar, I'm with Alois as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have given Japan. Japan, yeah. yeah. They, they, I mean, look, they're exemplary. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Man City has a game tonight. They're taking on Bristol City in the FA Cup. Uh, so if you want to watch a bit of footy tonight, <laughs> Stokes City. What did Sean right. say about Bristol? <laughs> That's a 12 match unbeaten run. What is it? 12 matches? A 12 match unbeaten run. Okoyo yeah. versus City. <laughs> Leicester City versus Blackburn Rovers. Fulham versus Leeds United and Bristol City. Versus Man City, like we said earlier on. We're back tomorrow. It's Wacky Wednesday. Don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports story is Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. that, 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 that it's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundell, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.